0: This episode of the CinemaVention podcast is brought to you by RoddingWonk, J one Jack Wolf, and Weremo3. If you want to become one of the names listed, go support the show today at patreon.com slash wscottis1. Hi, I'm Wscottis1, and I have not seen the movie Captain America Civil War. Oh!
1: Increasing his cultural IQ, one movie at a time. This is Vention.
0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Cinema Vention podcast, where we review and discuss classic movies that I should have seen long ago. Today, we'll be discussing the movie Captain America: Civil War, which my guest has seen before. He is, of course, a regular Diamond Club Game Night contributor. Please welcome back to the show, Jeffrey Sachs, aka Routing Walk. How are you doing, man?
1: I'm not sure if I'm wearing pants right now. And no, you aren't either. <laughs>
0: <laughs> see, you, um, you never know. Hey, audio listeners can't even see you at all. So, I mean, you know, only the video viewers are going to be questioning that. <laughs> well, But, of course, now that you've said, now that you put that out there, everyone just assumes you're not wearing them. So there you go. <laughs> our,
1: pajama, our pajama pants pants is this like is a hot dog a sandwich.
0: Yeah. yeah. You'll never know. Well, see, I'm not wearing pants because I'm wearing shorts, so that's my excuse, but yeah. They are <laughs>
1: short pants.
0: <It's- laughs> yeah. yeah, true. But anyway, man, um, I'm so excited to talk about uh, this movie with you. Um, I know that uh, lots of folks are um, um, interested to hear my opinion on this one because uh, I don't know if I'm going to have an interesting take on this movie, but I don't know if people are going to expect my opinion on this movie. So, but expect or
1: respect your
0: opinion, (laughs) expect whether they respect it or not. That's a whole nother matter. But, you know, (laughs) but uh, but without further ado, let's uh, go over the stats of the movie like I always do uh, every time here. So Avengers Civil. Oh, sorry. No, uh, Captain America Civil War. Freudulent slip of the tongue there is available for rent or purchase on DVD, Blu-ray physical stores, and on all major internet distributors and is available to stream on none other than Disney plus captain America. Civil war was released by Walt Disney studios, motion pictures on May 6, 2016 the movie was directed by the Russo brothers and stars, Chris Evans, Robert Downey, Jr., Scarlett Johansson, Sebastian Stan, Anthony Mackie, Jeremy Renner, Chadwick Boseman, Paul, um, Bettany, Bettany. Yeah, and Elizabeth Olsen. The movie had a budget of 250 million and made 1.153 billion with a B dollars in the theaters. Uh Jeff, I have to imagine for you this was probably opening weekend that you saw this movie, right?
1: I don't know if it was opening weekend, it was definitely theaters. Um you know, it's just It's easier to get an opening weekend now that pretty much all the theaters are reserved seating there mm-hmm. was a while where you had to really want to see it with all the the people that were really excited to see the movie uh opening weekend um uh it was early on so if not first weekend second or third
0: uh, yeah yeah
1: definitely in theaters cuz this was in the height of the uh of the MCU everybody knew infinity war and end game was coming up and and people hadn't started getting tired of um of superhero of like the superhero fight
0: sequences yeah superhero take. fatigue wasn't and a thing so, at this point yeah
1: exactly so you know you needed to see this
0: mhm yeah and um and here's what i will say about this movie starting out with because um cuz i i made the joke just a moment ago when when i was going over the stats but um This whole entire time when I was watching this movie, it seemed very much to me that this movie should have been called the Avengers Civil War because like there's there like the emphasis on Captain America in this movie. Like there was like Captain America obviously had a big role in this movie, right? Mm -hmm. But it had but it had all the hallmarkings of an Avengers movie. And so this entire time, like halfway through, I was watching this movie and I'm like, why is this called Captain America Civil War again? And it turns out there's a very good reason for that.
1: I don't necessarily believe this, but I could make the argument that uh, Iron Man is the antagonist in this movie, is the antagonist in this movie. He's mm. sort of the face of the villain's Uh, air quotes for people on the audio uh, stream so he's not necessarily so captain america would be the head or the leader of the team that is fighting again that is fighting for freedom and so you know if we said this is a captain america movie first why is it a captain america movie that i'd say it's because he's um he's the leader of the side that's right this time
0: Mm, sure i get where you're going with that but i don't know if i necessarily agree with that personally like i get where you're going with that but 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 realistically like i I mean i I keep going back to the fact that it's like you know we have we have basically all of the avengers here for this movie right first of all and also it's the fact that like you know like like you said like you like captain america sure is the leader of the resistance movement or whatever but that would imply that um that would imply that even the movie title took a side you know what i'm saying like it would almost oh, be yeah. better in that respect if they did call it the avengers civil war because then they could be like hey yeah we're not taking sides on this you the audience will have to take the side of which side it should be right and we're going to leave it up to the audience to decide right
1: you're absolutely right. That logic for why it's a captain America movie only makes sense after you've seen the movie.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Fair enough. And, um, but it turns out by the way, though, that, um, that there is also a secret, um, uh, corporate reason as to why it's called captain America civil war, because everyone was reminding me of this fact when we were. And
1: uh,
0: yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and, and we were talking about this and, um, and there's a reason that it's called Captain America Civil War. And it turns out, um, because, because like I mentioned, you know, like Captain America, like, because Captain America, the Winter Soldier, like that makes sense to call it a Captain America movie, in my opinion, because th- that's the majority of the story, even though Black Widow is, is also sort of like a main, you know, co-star of this movie. Realistically, you never
1: have one, you yeah. never have one, uh Uh, storyline
0: right it's always yeah it's always gonna be there's always gonna be some companion in there right but yeah but there's always
1: an a story a b story and sometimes a c story in a 22 minute tv show forget you know a two hour and 47 minute uh, yeah feature movie
0: yeah but 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 there's a legal reason as to why it's called captain america civil war as well and what i mean by that is basically internal politics between studios so Allow me, if you will, Jeff, to uh, take you back to the history of Marvel and how we even got to this point because it's actually pretty fascinating. Because oh, I've been
1: playing dumb just to help you get here. This, uh, <laughs> get this the whole time,
0: yeah. Because you, you, yeah, you already know the history, and I'm just learning it now. But um, but a little bit of background into Marvel because, as we all know, Disney acquired Marvel Entertainment on by the way, on December 31st, 2009. So the last possible day in 2009 uh, they acqu- uh, is when they acquired Marvel Entertainment. Um, I'm not sure
1: why, but I'm sure there's a tax reason for that.
0: I'm sure there is. Yeah, right. But, uh, but Disney acquired Marvel Entertainment for $4 billion. And at the time, of course, Paramount was the one distributing Marvel films um, at this time, right? And in fact, if you go watch the old um, Marvel movies before Disney acquired them, so we're talking Iron Man one and two, and Thor, and even Captain America: The First Avenger, even though it's on Disney Plus, you will prominently see that Paramount logo being um, displayed on there, and and that's because uh, Paramount at the time had distribution rights for all the Marvel films and was you know helping the Marvel create the films at the time. And when Disney acquired Marvel, they also acquired the distribution rights to Iron Man um, to all those previous four movies I just mentioned, the Iron Man movies, Thor and Captain America, the first movie, effectively removing Paramount's ownership of anything Marvel entirely. Because, yeah, once Disney acquired those rights, Paramount was pretty much completely out of the picture at this point.
1: That's interesting that they acquired the distribution rights that would change with um, and then they wouldn't have to pay any money to paramount going forward, but they also wouldn't change the, um, uh, the, uh, logos at the beginning. Yeah. Of they the just left them. Yeah. They,
0: yeah. Cause they just left them with the paramount logo in there. Yeah. That is interesting. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, honestly, it's probably one of those situations where it's like, they just didn't want to bother with <laughs> trying to edit it out. So they're just like, yeah, whatever, you know? Um, but, um, but Marvel, um, at, um, in the 1990s, so there's three other studios involved in this story and I'm not going to go over all of them, but I'm going to go over the main ones that matter. And because Marvel, Aww. yeah, cause Marvel was going through kind of a rough spot in the 1990s. And so in order to recoup some costs, they sold a lot of the Marvel characters to various studios. Case in point. Right now, Universal currently has the rights to make standalone films of the Hulk and and Namar. Is that how you say that? Namor. Or Namor, mm-hmm. yeah. But uh, however, um, like I said, that's, those are just standalone films. Marvel mm-hmm. does have the right to include these characters in non-solo movies, which is, of course, why the Hulk continues to be used in Marvel films to this day, even though mm-hmm. Universal technically owns um, the Hulk um Uh, character right um Mm -hmm. but disney is specifically not allowed to make a standalone hulk movie if if a standalone hulk movie gets made then universal will be the one that has to make it and Mm -hmm. what's interesting and when i was doing research for this i found an article um that mentioned how um as recent as a couple months ago as of this recording um it was reported in march um of this year 2023 um comcast who owns nbc universal who owns universal is going is right now going through a negotiation uh with disney right now because um there's a long backstory of uh, a bunch of different companies that used to own hulu but and Mm -hmm. and that's that's out of the scope of this uh conversation but basically all you need to know is that right now hulu is majority owned by disney but the, but comcast uh still owns 30 percent of hulu and it's the, and it, and right now it's not a question of whether comcast will sell off that share because they absolutely will right now it, they're at the negotiating table to say like okay how much are we uh, how much is disney going to pay for this last piece of hulu essentially right well um it's
1: a little more complicated than that. Sure. that it's it's a done deal that somebody is selling hulu and they're going to end up with one owner. The question is uh who is selling what? Um the way i heard uh the uh the contract is it's sort of like well uh uh comcast is willing to sell their third for 2 billion but we'll give Disney five billion for their two thirds and make it a universal, um yeah. a universal product because uh, NBC Universal has Peacock, which doesn't have the brand recognition, yeah, it's uh, or a, audience it, that Hulu does, and yeah, and if, it's safe to say, say that Peacock
0: side, is struggling here in the states. Like it yes. is very much so. So,
1: but Disney Plus isn't struggling anywhere. So. How much is it worth to – so we know that somebody is selling, and they're sort of playing chicken in that they – by raising the price that they're willing to pay for the other side's piece, Mm -hmm. that also raised – that they might end up paying more than they actually want to for it, but that's also a positioning um, move for how much the other side has to pay
0: yeah, to get and it. And it really comes down to uh, which side is going to benefit the most from owning Hulu because because that's what's interesting about this, right? Because if you think about the hierarchy of sort of, you know, Disney Plus and Hulu and ESPN Plus, of course, Disney Plus likes to tout the fact that they have this bundle where you can pay a reduced price for for all three and basically get ESPN plus for free essentially mm-hmm. is how I read that basically. But it's, but Hulu is kind of in a weird spot with Disney as the majority owner, because a lot of folks were saying like, Oh, well, Hulu's just going to be the place where all the adult Disney content goes to. Right. Like, so you would expect like, you know, I, I, I a lot of there's a Hulu on FX is a big thing right now. Right. Where mm-hmm. like, FX is owned by Disney as well, but obviously, you know, Disney has multiple arms of content and multiple different audiences that they serve. Sure. And so it was thought that okay, well Hulu's going to be for the adults, Disney Plus is going to be more for the kids. However, there are a lot of adult series that are starting to go to Disney Plus now. So why does Disney Plus even need Hulu? if they're just going to put the adult content on Disney plus anyway. So it, it puts Hulu in kind of a weird place for Disney. If if they end up acqui- owning the entire Hulu brand, like yeah. what exactly are they going to do with it? Right. Like, cause they already have Disney plus like, why are they trying to manage two streaming services at once? You know, there
1: is so much weirdness that got caused by all of this by Disney. Uh, going on its buying spree.
0: Yeah, well, because it of course it started out with Disney acquiring 21st Century Fox and all of those properties, right? And because um, no,
1: no, we can go way, we can go further back than that.
0: Oh, okay. Because
1: Disney bought Pick. Remember, because the first one was Disney bought Pixar from Steve mm, Jobs.
0: Right, right. Mm-hmm. So Disney
1: bought Pixar. Then, uh, Disney bought um Star bought Lucasfilm, Star Wars, Indiana Jones.
0: Yeah. Well, didn't and Marvel then, come before Lucasfilm though? No, I thought Marvel
1: came after I to my memory Marvel came after Lucasfilm and then Fox after
0: that. Oh, okay. Interesting. Okay. Well, um either way, um Oh,
1: and <laughs> and um there was a consent decree about NBC had to um keep its content on Hulu when Comcast bought NBC Universal
0: right yeah and yeah. that's
1: what's expiring that's causing it, this deal to happen where you're already in a weird position where am i you know if i'm comcast am i selling to you or are you selling to me well let's yeah. fine let's start negotiating and find yeah that and, out that, and that's the what
0: the and that's what the lawyers are doing right now i'm sure even as we speak um and and so yeah no that's gonna be interesting because Because I I had always assumed that like, oh, well, Disney is the majority owner. So Disney's going to get Hulu. But but yeah, if you think about it, it really doesn't make a whole lot of sense for for Disney to own Hulu, like especially since they like like I said, literally, they're going to be operating two streaming services at that point. And and at that point, you have to question, like, well, why at that point? Because because you're not because you if you were distinguishing them from the kids and the adults, that would make sense. But they're clearly they're clearly not, though. So uh, but what exactly right. is the appeal there?
1: Uh, how much money can they get you to pay? Are you willing to pay more for Hulu plus Disney plus rather than Disney plus that has twice as much content?
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It yeah, does I have mean,
1: very little to do with the movie that we're talking about. But no,
0: it, it, it yeah, is. It's freaking true.
1: confusing.
0: It is, yeah, yeah, yeah. But honestly, I, I do like this conversation, though, because I never get to have these conversations on the show. So I'm, I'm excited to talk about this. But um, I'm here for it. Yeah. So I, I already hinted at the second studio involved, and it, this doesn't have much to do with this movie, so I'll keep it short and sweet. But, uh, but 21st Century Fox owned the rights to the X-Men characters, and Disney just straight up bought 21st Century Fox. So those rights went back to Disney. So
1: and if you want to talk about the even more weirdness with the X-Men, I'm going to Disney World uh, next week mm-hmm. on vacation, taking kids, and I'm getting to go on the Guardians of the Galaxy ride at Disney World. But the X-Men uh, license is to Universal Studios, and so Disney World <laughs> can't have it. But the license for the X Men characters in the parks is only east of the Mississippi River, so Disney owns the rights to put the X Men into Disneyland in California, but not Disney World in Florida.
0: Huh? <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but uh, but the third studio, and arguably this is this is I'm, I'm getting back to the movie now with this studio oh. because. <laughs> Because the third studio that got the rights to Spider-Man is Sony Pictures. And Sony, for very good reasons on Sony's part, I might add. I if I were Sony, I'd completely understand why they're doing this. But they yeah. are not they they are not giving up the rights to Spider-Man that easily. And for a while, they just straight up told Marvel, Go kick rocks. <laughs> like they were what not I, interested at all.
1: What I heard was Sony said ten billion dollars if you want all of our rights
0: yeah and marvel was yeah disney was like hell no
1: (laughs) no disney disney uh you know was more circumspect about it because i believe they said uh let us get back to you on that because uh there was a whole uh film theory episode on how the rights might revert back to disney for free if Amazon buys Sony pictures, but uh, uh I mean,
0: but that didn't is end very, up happening. It
1: is very complicated. Um, rights are all over the place, but Disney will make more than 10 billion dollars by uh, by buying the rest of the movie rights to um, from Sony, uh, to yeah. Sony. yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you spend Ten and get back 15 10 might have been way more than it was worth but you're making more money off yeah you're it. So still is it profiting. a bad idea yeah mm-hmm. yeah so who you know these yeah. are our media rights and it's these machinations are incredibly interesting and they'll make a good movie on it uh you know in 20 years yeah they'll make but,
0: a documentary about all of this yeah
1: mm-hmm. and it'll probably be a disney movie
0: yeah probably yeah
1: <laughs> i just but, saw the um the tetris movie uh on apple which was about um uh getting the rights to tetris
0: uh oh, for worldwide
1: sale from the russian government and mm. that was a good movie
0: oh right on yeah i'll have to check that one out um so, yeah, so long story short, yeah, in 2015, Disney and Sony finally reached a deal where Marvel was able to basically license the Spider-Man character from Sony mm-hmm. for use in their films. Yeah. Because basically, I think uh, I think Sony realized that, like, okay, like, if we license the character to Disney, like, you know, there's going to be a bunch of money that we're going to make because if we allow them to use the Spider-Man character... And and those and those movies make big bucks, right? And yeah. we get residuals from that. Then it's a no brainer for us to license it to them because we're gonna and, we're gonna make so much money doing that.
1: And they got Disney's assistance, like really Kevin Feige on the Sony Spider Man,
0: right? Um, yeah.
1: So the I believe. The reason why Sony wanted so much for the rights was because um, four of the top 10 grossing movies that Sony Pictures has ever made are Spider-Man movies.
0: Yeah, number it's really one, the only property they have.
1: Yeah. Number one being, uh, I don't remember which one, one of the Tom Holland Spider-Man uh, movies. Mm,
0: yeah, uh, probably Far movies. From Home. Uh, I probably? think it was
1: Far From Home because that's what came after the um uh uh, after the Avengers tie in,
0: right? Yeah, or yeah the yeah.
1: MCU tie in. So Sony doesn't want to give up their cash
0: cow, and why yeah. should they? No, yeah, no, that, that's why I was saying, yeah, no, if you're Sony Pictures, yeah, you do not want to give up that cash cow because, yeah, like that's really the only property that they have they, that really has any legs to stand on for sure. And so that's four,
1: four out of the top 10 is. A lot of the studio
0: yeah absolutely and um but but in, and it was weird too because when they initially signed this license agreement there mm-hmm. was there was definitely um there was a weird clause and this is why the movie is called captain america civil war because mm-hmm. at first spider-man when the, when it was first licensed to the mcu or, or to marvel in this case spider-man was not allowed to be in an avengers movie. Just any movie that was called Avengers, Spider-Man was not allowed to be in that movie. Although the clause eventually got dropped in a new contract because Spider-Man obviously makes an appearance in both Infinity War and Endgame. But at the time, in order to get around that clause, Marvel just decided, okay, well, we'll just call it a Captain America movie. And that's how we get around um, that clause in the contract.
1: If I remember, so there were two deals for Spider-Man with Sony. If I remember yes. the the, if I remember correctly, the first one was Sony puts up a hundred percent of the money, and uh, Disney gets ten percent of the gross. Mm. For bringing him into for bringing him into the MCU.
0: Oh, and then that's the right. second yeah. one,
1: and then the second deal where it got updated, which would have been the one that let Spider-Man be in the Avengers movies, was. Disney puts up thirty percent of the cash and gets thirty percent of the uh, of the gross of the gross,
0: yeah. And I guess it was just worth it for or them to do the that. Profit, yeah, of yeah.
1: the profits would make more sense, but basically, it was it was fairer that Disney was putting up uh, production uh, costs, not just um, put having him having Spider Man in the MCU money making machine.
0: Yeah, yeah, and um, and yeah, and and of course, there's other characters that got it sold to other studios that Disney ended mm-hmm. up acquiring the rights to later down the line. But honestly, those details are kind of irrelevant for this particular movie. So, all of that is to say that the reason this is a Captain America movie is not because it was a creative decision by Marvel. It was literally just because that's what they had to do in order to fulfill the contract negotiation with Sony to you know license the Spider-Man character and actually make any money doing so right and so realistically though in my mind i would consider this an avengers movie even though it is called captain america and it's and they and they brand it as a captain america movie i consider it an avengers movie because because of all that we said you know like because it has all of this a lot a lot of the same characters in this movie were in age of ultron and even more were introduced including t'challa of uh the black panther movies of course um, which is of course, where that scene that scene where the u n gets blown up and the original king of Wakanda King Chichaka is assassinated yeah. in that and you know, in that uh, movie in um and the Black Panther movie, it pulls that scene directly from this movie. um yeah. and black Panther and the Black Panther character is very much an essential part of this particular story as well as uh, just as much as all the other characters are.
1: Now I could come up with another uh reason for why this is an Avengers movie. That the Avengers like Avengers was the finale of phase one and 2 Mm-hmm. So and it was the finale it was the finale of each phase. You had everything building up uh to it. Avengers and then Ultron and then Endgame and um uh Infinity War and Endgame. Yeah uh so civil war came out in twenty sixteen and infinity war came out in twenty seventeen and that might have just uh they might have just felt that that weakened the um uh the brand of the avengers movies as the um uh as the finale of the phase
0: yeah okay i'm i here's uh, here's Still a
1: business reason yeah, still sure, a still a business reason. reason.
0: Yeah, yeah. But but here, but here's what I will say is that if I were in the Marvel boardroom, I would re- I would be uh, campaigning to retroactively change the title of this movie to Avengers Civil War personally. And I don't think that would be too far fetched if Marvel were to. I don't know if they actually will or not, but it, I don't think it would be too far fetched for them to go back. Um, to go back retroactively and change the name of this movie to Avengers Civil War would it cause a whole bunch of craziness down the chain maybe but so but star wars has done it too before so it's not it's not out of the ordinary you know it
1: might have it might affect how much money they had to pay each of the actors whether it's an avengers movie or a captain america movie
0: ah yeah that could be it too yeah they
1: had they had big problems with uh with black widow moving from a theatrical release to a disney plus release because
0: right
1: uh, uh because of of uh, covid lockdowns uh-huh. that um that relationship did not end on good terms
0: yeah well and well but but it was specifically because of the fact that it was released um it was a day and date release like it was available on streaming the same day that it was available in theaters and the problem was is that the contract says like your revenue is going to become from the box office sales well, well, the fact if you release it on streaming, you're you're all you're you're killing the box office numbers. But at the time, they had to because that was the only option because COVID. And so right. yeah, and so they got into this sort of. I don't even think they actually got to the actual lawsuit. I think they settled before it ever went to court. They always settle. Yeah, it, yeah, it was all it it was settled before it ever went to court. But still, like. Yeah, it uh that was that was causing a big controversy at the time, and I remember. I
1: think Disney pushed Black Widow back by a year and a half hoping that they were going to be able to get the theatrical release before they put it on uh, before they did a day and date for places where all the theaters were closed because they needed to get it out because you there's, you know, a chronology of this. They needed uh people to see Black Widow before the next movie came out. And so they had to hold up the entire universe for um uh including the t v shows that they wanted to get out that were initially supposed to come out on uh um i think um
0: well yeah like the all the disney plus originals that they were releasing in yeah, between I'm missing them. the
1: the uh the the title now the the uh,
0: Agents of buddy Steel? show
1: no um buddy um, show I'm trying to think with uh, no with um winter soldier falcon
0: um, and the winter soldier was,
1: falcon and the winter soldier
0: yeah yeah was, yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. was
1: apparently screwed up because of uh of filming timing and uh yeah, release and a bunch of delays yeah up by the, mm-hmm. yeah
0: yeah yeah and it's ironic that that was getting screwed up because um because it's interesting because spoiler alert i've seen um infinity war and endgame already and mm-hmm. and I don't think it's too much of a spoiler to say that at one point in the film, you progress by a couple of years so much so that um, that, you know, the timeline uh, year was a little bit ahead of where we actually were in present time, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And because of that uh, and, and 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 ironically, because of covid and because of all the, uh, you know, the slowdowns with film releases and stuff ironically the movies have now kind of caught up to uh to modern times again uh in as far as the storyline is concerned because of those uh so it it made it made it great on the film releases terrible for mm-hmm. the television releases i guess <laughs> and also and also the fact that there's a writer's strike currently going on as we're recording right now which adds even more complexity to that now so so yeah uh good luck with that <laughs> So let's actually talk about uh, this movie now. And um, yeah, and I got to tell you that the the only reason I spent so much time uh, going over that whole history lesson is because I don't really have a whole lot to say about this movie, because, you know, in many ways, this is obviously a continuation of where we left off in The Winter Soldier because we begin with a flashback of Bucky being rezapped zapped again, um, you know he's getting all his evil Hydra powers back again, um, you know back in 1991, uh, mm-hmm. and and we've and we saw this happen in Winter Soldier too, so it's kind of a I kind of a flashback, but also not because it's a different time period when they're doing this. But um, but a key detail that we later find out um, in the movie is that evil Bucky is the one responsible for killing Tony Stark's parents and stealing those blue bags, um, which they called the Super Soldier Serum. Which yeah. I assume was those were used to make Bucky evil. Is that right?
1: No, it's not that he was evil. It was to give him the powers. Right? The Super yeah. Super Soldier give him, Serum was yeah. what was what was made for what made Captain America back uh, for World War II. And um, they killed, um, the name escapes me, the the scientist that invented it. Right. But uh, Stark continued working on it and they kept trying to remake it. So there were, so then this was stolen and there were other um, super soldiers.
0: Yeah. Russian, you know. Yeah, well, and, and it kind of leads perfectly into, of course, uh, when they go uh, flash forward back into present day. And from what we can tell um, is is that basically um, this movie takes place about a year after Ultron is, spoiler alert, defeated. Uh, <laughs> and the Avengers are back in the city they fought Ultron in in um Worry, he's coming th-
1: back eventually yeah
0: oh ultron is yeah you think so okay uh,
1: no well no there was the what if series
0: oh. further down in the thing and Got so you it. have
1: there are different ultrons that are potentially
0: oh uh, interesting okay um but uh,
1: back in the mix
0: yeah but but when we first meet our heroes they um they are fighting this sort of like beginning battle that really is only like they, they only spend like 10 20 minutes in this fighting off this particular um battle between uh, a guy called rumlow who is basically yeah. trying to get some tubes to make a biological weapon and i noticed a little detail about these tubes are the and i'm pretty sure those are the same tubes that ant-man uses later and how and how ant-man gets his power am i right or are those or is it or do they just just, look similar there
1: so it he was stealing a um uh, a biological agent that was already made from a un lab in sokovia right so that was just like the test tubes that like go into the injection oh okay or but and yeah because so they, cause they definitely not...
0: looked similar to the ant-man ones. so Same that's why tube I, yeah different
1: color and it's pin particles that are what ant-man uses uh... to grow and shrink or you know poison that will you know
0: okay destroy
1: that you know the nuclear bomb uh version of a biological
0: weapon okay okay so
1: rumlow was a um uh, a heavy hitter for S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, mm. Do you remember? I don't remember what movie this was now.
0: Uh, uh, I believe it was Winter Soldier when you find out where, uh, Hydra. It was Winter is, Soldier. Yeah. Okay.
1: So in Winter Soldier, there was the scene where Captain America gets um, swarmed by Hydra agents that are working for S.H.I.E.L.D.
0: Right. Yep. Mm-hmm.
1: He was the head, not the head bad guy, but the head muscle for uh, in that scene.
0: Got it. Yeah. 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 And so um, now Shield is gone, and he's you know openly evil. Yeah. Well, and 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 but the and and of course the important detail about that fight sequence is of course um, while they're fighting um, this evil guy, um, you know, it's sort of like it's one of those situations where they got caught in the crossfire. But the Avengers accidentally explode a nearby building, which it turns out had some Wakanda folks in it. It was mm-hmm. his
1: explosion. She just moved it from killing, you know, hundreds of people. Oh, the right. Because that was
0: Wanda's. Uh, that was yeah. Wanda
1: moved it. Right. So and it went into a building it.
0: that had Wakanda yeah. folks in it. And then everyone. Uh, yeah. So it had Wakanda folks in it. Whoops. <laughs> uh huh yeah not a good look <laughs> but uh it wasn't
1: her explosion
0: yeah it, it yeah it wasn't a
1: fair blame but it's what happened
0: no it is what happened but yeah and um so and here's the thing uh uh from here i think i could pretty much explain the whole plot of this movie in a few sentences so go I'm, I'm gonna go for it and you tell me if i'm wrong here so the U.N. wants more oversight on the Avengers after their destruction that keeps happening as a result of their missions. And Iron Man and Captain America have opposing viewpoints. Iron Man believes that um, in more oversight. Captain America believes there should not be. And that's pretty much the entire premise of the quote-unquote civil war that takes place in this movie. Um... From there, you get um, you get the information that Bucky um, slash the Winter Soldier is getting framed for assassinating um, um, the former Wakanda king, King T- T'Chaka. And Steve Rogers um, figures this information out and doesn't want to raid around to get approval to arrest the real killer of the King of Wakanda. And because of that the Avengers fight and Iron Man and Captain America are not on speaking terms because Iron Man was unaware that Bucky was responsible for killing his parents. There, that's the whole movie.
1: <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I mean, <laughs> I don't know about I don't know about the the uh the uh piece at the end about uh Captain America and Iron Man not being on speaking terms, but it's pretty much um, they have huge power. Yeah. Like they're unstoppable. Uh, And Captain America says with great power comes great responsibility. And Iron Man is, is saying, well, I took that responsibility into my own hands, have screwed things up over and over again, created Ultron at the beginning, got a, a, uh, not really accosted but talked down by that woman um at right. MIT uh, about her son being killed
0: right and
1: right. so this is uh iron man not dealing well with his failures to uh um and captain america saying look if i know that i can help and i'm being told by the oversight committee that um that i can't help then um
0: yeah because captain america that's in captain America's captain america dna not
1: willing to sit back right because
0: yeah yeah because we because we learned from the first movie like that's just not in his dna to want to back down from a fight you know which is very admirable but when it when you're talking about bureaucracy like that like yeah it can get in the way of that if um if it gets well you know
1: let's theoretically say that it were up to say the um uh, member that it was up to the u n security council where the uh um, uh where the avengers got sent and let's say that a member on of a a member country on the that's on the u n security council uh made a deal with some invaders uh to uh damage the rest the to damage other countries. Um, But not their own or maybe to their advantage and prevented the and, you know, used their veto to keep the U.N. from saying that these are bad that these are bad guys and we need to send the Avengers in Captain's world. Captain America goes off and saves the world in Iron Man's world. They get taken over because the big, UN big, bureaucracy prevents them from doing it.
0: Right. And they'll, and they'll basically keep them in check. Yeah. Oh, and also by the way, and it's, it's interesting that you called Iron Man, the antagonist in this movie, because there is a bad guy that the event that the Avengers themselves don't even really fight because, because <laughs> they're too busy fighting themselves. But, um, and it's basically become black Panthers mission at this point Um, is to go after um Helmut Zemo, who is, um, who is really the one that's responsible for that UN bombing and who is waterboarding this guy, this like, cause that, that was like a, I, I felt weird seeing that scene where he was basically waterboarding this guy to get information out of him so that he can now use Bucky to his advantage because he knows the secret words that will summon basically mm-hmm. the Hydra version of Bucky, I guess you could say. Yep. And it's Black Panther who eventually figures out that um, that he's the one who's actually behind the killing of his father. But like I said, the Avengers are too busy fighting themselves to even notice that. Right. So like, you know, like I it was definitely a weird bad guy in that perspective.
1: But yeah, well, he was his family was killed in the Sokovia um, during Ultron.
0: Oh, yeah, sure. Avengers
1: Ultron, so he was looking for um uh for revenge uh for his family being killed, even though they were outside the city, and so I thought that this was about that this highlighted how an eye for an eye revenge doesn't work because it we had Black Panther looking for revenge on Zemo that was looking for revenge on the uh uh on the Avengers.
0: Yeah, and I thought that his reasoning, because at one point he's talking to um, uh, T'Challa at towards the end of the movie, and he, and he and it was, and I think T'Challa at one point even asks him, "Well, why did you do this?" And he's like, "I just wanted to split up the Avengers." Mm-hmm. And it's like, "That's it? That's all you wanted to do?"
1: He felt that the Avengers being there and having the battle was meant that his family would have been alive
0: sure I mean I don't know I just felt like that was kind of a weak um, motive for, uh, for a bad guy personally I mean sure fair enough if that's your motive but
1: I feel I don't like know. they could
0: having, have had a better motive your than child,
1: that having your child killed is a pretty good motive for revenge
0: Yeah, child and wife yeah okay fair enough I guess I um, mean How
1: about, uh, um, god damn it, Uh, uh, John Wick.
0: (laughs) Yeah, well, I haven't seen any of the John Wick's movies, but yeah, fair enough.
1: You know that John Wick went on four movies of killing person after person because they killed his puppy.
0: Yeah.
1: That was, the puppy was the last gift of his, from his wife that had recently died of cancer. Uh, I believe. Mm. So that was not even they killed the wife. They killed the last. Um, memory, like the last living memory of right. the life. Mm-hmm. So he went and killed person after person after person after person.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, fair enough. Now, I have an opinion about this movie, and it, it may be controversial for some. It may not, depending on what your uh, what your viewpoint on this is but I'm just going to go ahead and say it. That fight scene between the two factions of the Avengers that were fighting each other, that fight scene was way too long. And if you enjoy those fight scenes, fine, fair enough, more power to you, I guess. But pretty much 30 minutes of this film was entirely dedicated to this one battle that like, pretty much stemmed from what essentially I call a contract dispute. I know it's more than just that. But essentially, it's like they have a disagreement. So their solution is to just have the two factions battle each other. Like that's going to solve anything, really. And sure, there are some funny good. um, There were some good, funny lines from Peter Parker Mm -hmm. and Peter Parker (laughs) and Ant-Man does make a brief appearance in this fight. Um, But that's pretty much it. And the losers end up going to prison after all of that. So The only thing I could possibly think of with this scene is basically just to settle all those arguments online that all those keyboard warriors have of like, well, who is actually the best Avenger? Like who would win in a fight Avenger versus Avenger? I guess like I don't really see the point of this fight scene at all. And I especially don't get the fact that it was as long as it was.
1: Okay. Um. It's weird cuz I have to disagree with with your take on it that it didn't make sense. Um
0: it okay. was
1: maybe my least favorite part of this movie. Okay. So, a lot of important things for the MCU happened in that scene. Okay. Uh Vision paralyzed Rhodey. He shot him down. Vision was aiming for uh uh like shot his uh, beam from the crystal and was aiming for someone that I don't remember hit a uh, roadies uh, arc reactor and he f- hit the gra- and he hit the ground hard and then couldn't uh, and then was paralyzed from the waist down at that point. Mm. So that's a new chip on it, on his shoulder. Um, it uh, brought in, uh, it introduced uh, Spider-Man into the MCU. Uh, that he was, that now he is an Avenger, which was the first one. I don't know the comics well enough to say that he was the first young Avenger, but like where they're going for the next round of Avengers of Spider Man, of, you know, Tom Holland, Spider Man, right. um, Ms. Marvel, um, America,
0: Captain um, Marvel.
1: Yeah, Captain. Uh, so they're trying to, so like they're they've written some of the characters out in uh end game in infinity war end game and they're bringing in the next round of avengers to keep the story going because it seems yeah. like four movies is about what a a uh, superhero gets out of uh uh, out of the MCU, and then it's time for them to move on.
0: Yeah, um, I yeah. so okay.
1: there's a lot of world. So there's a lot of world uh. building uh, for that. Um, the quip you talk about the quips being good. I mean, I empathize with Peter Parker and with Spider Man and Ant Man that their stories are much smaller. Mm-hmm. Uh, like they're not say you know saving the world, saving the universe, saving the multiverse. They are. You know, saving the city, and then they see all of the news, re- the news reports, and they idolize these heroes, the Avengers. That mm-hmm. are like, "I'm a superhero, but I'm not them. I'm not like them superhero." And right. then they meet and fight these heroes that they idolize, which is why where like Spider Man, like Spider Man was going blow for blow with um with you know well established Avengers, but Keys. You know, like a sixteen, seventeen-year-old kid. That yeah. It's like, can uh, I get your then, autograph when this is all done? Because I can't believe I'm getting to meet.
0: Yeah. Well, and and so allow me to um, uh, allow me to respond to that because I actually do think that's a very good point that you brought up. So, with that in mind, let me let me restate what I uh, what I um, let me restate mm-hmm. my thesis. Then, I could because I completely understand that. That 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 fight scene was necessary in order to establish those characters and to establish those uh, plot points that are going to be essential in future movies. Uh I think now I think my actual problem is, is the fact that they used a fight scene to to get to those plot points. And I think that they could have maybe done it a different way other than having them fight each other.
1: I don't know what that other way would have. Yeah. And and to be fair, I don't thought about it that hard. But yeah, agreed the way it felt like a a high action fight scene felt like it slowed down the movie. That is a weird complaint to have.
0: Yeah, no. And yeah, because usually the fight scenes are supposed to be like the big, you know, action part of the movie that everyone enjoys because everyone likes those fight scenes. Right. But yeah no I think the I think that's ultimately what hurt this movie ironically which is my weird My favorite
1: Yeah my favorite version uh of what you were talking about with the uh, who would win in a fight uh was in Thor Ragnarok Thor versus Hulk.
0: Oh yeah. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah that, which that is our next which is our next movie we're covering on this uh show so yeah.
1: That scene was absolutely a who would win in a fight.
0: Oh yeah. Thor versus absolutely. Hulk hundred percent um and it's funny because uh because i talked about that fight scene and i and i haven't even really discussed uh the germany scene at all and the reason i haven't really is just because yeah it's more fighting between um different between hydra plus black panther plus uh yeah. some other um plus cap uh versus captain america and um the winter soldier aka bucky And like, what else is there really to say about that? Other than like, it's like, yeah, they fight.
1: And Black Panther hasn't really been fleshed out at this point. Yeah. Like in the Black Panther movie, he had, he does some really spectacular things when.
0: For sure. uh, And I'm not, uh, and I'm not, I'm not trying to discount that by any means, but yeah.
1: Spider-Man with claws rather than, um, like he has the acrobatics. Um, but yeah, you know. That feels kind and, of generic in this context.
0: And 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 I will admit my bias here when it comes to these particular scenes, because I mentioned in previous episodes of this show that if that the reason I don't like um, the fight scenes in movies is purely from a hosting a podcast talking about this movie perspective, because it oh. makes my job of talking about this movie much harder when 60 to 70 percent of this movie is just fight scenes. <laughs>
1: So after, after Endgame came out uh, on streaming, I had a week where I was in bed uh, with the flu and uh, watched them all, watched the MCU in chronological order. Mm-hmm. Um, and at, by um, uh, Doctor Strange, by the first Doctor Strange movie, uh, I was skipping fight scenes.
0: Yeah. Right. Just
1: next, 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 next. Okay, let's get let's get back to the story. It's like okay, insert fight scene here.
0: Yeah, and Which like is unfortunate because because it's like they're it's, it's it's
1: they're typical,
0: right? It's like it's like, like yeah, they've done
1: they've done the same thing. They like there's only so many ways to make that different, right? And they've done the same thing on twenty eight different movies at this point,
0: right? That, yeah, no, that's and superhero and, yeah. fatigue yeah like you, for you sure and um yeah for sure and like and yeah no and and i and, and that's probably part of the reason why i just hated this like yeah because yeah because usually the fight scenes are supposed to be the part where it actually gets interesting and it actually yep. moves the story along and yeah like i said ironically i think the fight scenes in this in this movie made it go slower yep which is not a which is not a usual complaint that you would have with the fight scene mind blown that they managed to do that yeah right like yeah how do you screw that up you know (laughs) it wasn't wasn't
1: a bad fight scene no it just it just wasn't there weren't any the new moves that we saw in that were Spider-Man being introduced into the mix and that's it everybody everybody fought in the way that they had fought in different movies they were just pointed at each other rather than
0: at uh, a, like a common enemy, at, yeah.
1: At a common enemy,
0: yeah, yeah, and it, and yeah, and, and I and I think if they would have trimmed that scene down, like I think if they would have taken five or ten minutes off of that fight scene, I think I don't think we, I would be complaining as much about it.
1: I'm not sure that they could because of what it needed to do for the world building.
0: That's true too. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, I I I, honestly, yeah, you're probably right. I think it's a lose lose, honestly, you know,
1: now I am not, you know, soup, uh, 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 Simpsons comic book guy, worst fight scene ever. Um, it is a may, it is, Mind it is, I'm saying mind blowing a lot. It is amazing what they've, what they've accomplished. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is a feat of filmmaking. Um, but they've done what they did here. They've done in other places and they've done it better.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. I can
1: only say that this is a disappointment compared to the other things that the Marvel team uh, right that exactly. the marvel team has done in other movies
0: yeah i guess that's true too yeah if, if someone if if someone that was no that was not marvel released a movie and had a fight scene like that everyone would be ranting and raving but yeah i think it's the fact that because this is marvel and 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 because everyone looks at the, or at least i look at this and I'm like this is a piss poor performance it's because i expect more from marvel right and that's I, and is, i think and that's the problem i think yeah it is
1: only it is only a disappointing fight scene uh or a slow movie a slow uh progressing movie in comparison to the other movies that they've done
0: right and
1: it, you know over a uh the line of you know almost 30 uh or 30 plus uh movies and tv series at this point mm-hmm. you know not everything is going to be a high action scene in an episode. Not every episode is going to be the ep- best episode of the season. Yeah. Not every movie is going to be the best uh, uh, is going to be the best movie of the universe.
0: Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. And yeah, and uh, we'll get into that when we get into our ratings. Um. But um, I, I know this is not an uncommon gripe as well, because this was mentioned in the watch party as well. But mm-hmm. uh, but at, when they go to different locations in this film, for some reason they felt the need to put the. Uh, I mean, obviously it was important to put the city that they were in. What but what they felt they needed to do oh. was to put the city that they were in in this gigantic font that took up most of the screen.
1: But imagine how impressive that would have been watching that giant font in IMAX.
0: Sure. <laughs> <laughs> If you, I mean, if you're if you're going to IMAX just to see how good that that large font is, then oh boy. Um, <laughs> so I will say it wasn't all bad. There were a few good moments in this film for me, though. Um, you had that funeral scene with Peggy Carter, which, you know, tugs at the heartstrings, which, you know and and it's even more sad um, it's it's an even more sad scene to me now because at the time when we watched this movie i hadn't watched captain the first captain america movie yet but uh-huh. now that i watched the first captain america movie it like hit even more the second time around when i watched it when i watched just that scene on youtube before we started recording this so uh, that also, was a good scene
1: uh the scene where um uh where we found out uh that his neighbor across the street uh played by Emily Van Camp the blonde that was undercover ner- oh, shieldie right. that was undercover as the nurse was Peggy's niece
0: oh right
1: because she was the one that was giving the eulogy
0: I never even Peggy. I never even put the two together until just now yeah which made
1: it so weird that it looked like they were setting her up to be captain's uh, uh to be Steve's uh, yeah, love interest romantic, in winter soldier And then yeah. he, she was the, you know, a relative of his love interest in. Uh,
0: back in, in his past back life. then, yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, that is and weird And I'm glad
1: they didn't do that, but they definitely, like, oh, you know, the, the, <laughs> isn't that nice? The yeah, nurse across the hall that, you know, oh, she's not a nurse, she's a spy. Oh, that'll work out really well. Like, oh,
0: also, you have to imagine because, she- like, this is the shield is financing this apartment where Captain America lives. I have to imagine that that's why they put that there, you know, for that very reason, I'm sure. But yeah, yeah. Um, I also, it, you mentioned it earlier, you briefly touched on it, but the TED talk that Tony Stark gave at MIT, where we're basically looking at a younger version of Tony Stark in this sort of like vignette that looked real at first until you realize it's just a simulation basically. Yeah. Um, and I especially loved that improv line that Tony Stark had to come up with. I say improv in quotes because, because it was part of the script, but, but but they, but they played it off as an improv line that he had to come up with because, uh, the teleprompter accidentally had, um, you know, Pepper Potts as the next, um, guest, even though she wasn't there. And yeah. so the line he comes up with is go break some eggs.
1: <laughs> I wonder, I wonder if she was supposed to be in the movie and, uh, and, uh, and backed out.
0: Yeah, maybe. Also, I wonder if they put, I wonder if they um, intentionally left that line out and had Tony Stark improv a line on the spot. I, I wouldn't I would not put it past you them mean, to have do that. Robert
1: Downey improv. Well, along? yeah,
0: true. No, that's yeah. That's what I meant. Right. But yeah, yeah no, th- th- I wouldn't be surprised if Robert Downey Jr. Like they told him to uh, just come up with something right then and there.
1: It'll look, it'll look more real that you're struggling to figure out what line to put exactly. Into if we don't give you a line and you just have to. Uh...
0: Right. Yeah, exactly. And it, it literally in the script, it's just a blank. <laughs> when it gets to that point. I wonder. I don't know, but uh, that would be awesome if they yes. did. And I would not be shocked if that were the case. Yeah. Um. I also thought it was a nice touch that the roles were reversed this time around. And Captain America is hauling Bucky slash the Winter Soldier out of the water this time, rather than the other way around in Winter Soldier. Um, and we also see in the mid credit scene that Bucky agrees to be frozen until a cure for his evil side can be discovered, which I think is a super noble for- thing for him to do. Except for the fact that uh it's it's a while until we see Bucky again um in the m c u so uh so it's a nice little way to put his character aside for a little bit in that movie, I suppose, so
1: so that they can uh so that they can go through and say, well, this scene would be like why isn't you know Bucky here because this scene would have just been solved like that
0: if right, yeah. Yeah, it gives, uh, them, gives them more was available to uh, Yeah, it gives them more material to work with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Alrighty. Uh so we have um we've reached the end of this movie and it's time to give our final ratings. Uh so uh Jeff, what do you give this movie?
1: It's definitely not my favorite uh of the MCU. Um you know <laughs> I'm hesitant. From if it were just standalone, I would give it a thumbs down, skip it, don't bother. But it's not standalone, and it's it's important in the character progression throughout the MCU. Mm So,
0: (laughs) (laughs) so uh, so you're kind of like right about here, maybe. (laughs) Yeah,
1: I'm, I'm. You know, I'm in the I'm in the middle that it's not. You know, it's oh, it's eating. It's eating your broccoli of the MCU movie.
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure.
1: You may not enjoy it, but it is worthwhile. Uh, it's worthwhile doing it.
0: Yeah. And it's interesting because uh, because that exact reasoning is why I'm giving it a thumbs down. And here's why. Because I like you said, I absolutely get that this movie is a filler movie. Um, that's supposed to be there, and is necessary in order to build the story for future movies. I'm not going to argue that point. That is absolutely what's going yeah. on here. However, just talking about this film in a vacuum, and even considering the fact that it is supposed to be a um a a movie like a, a what was the term you called it a um not a standalone but a uh, progression or whatever you called it character pr-
1: um. Uh you're yeah. talking about character progression?
0: Yeah, yeah, or like story progression yeah. or yeah, yeah, yeah. But um but despite all of that, I still didn't like it. So and I think it's just because I don't I don't really like superheroes fighting themselves like just, there's just something about that star, story arc that I just don't like. And honestly, like other than the fact that it was building for um building stuff up for future movies, mm-hmm. nothing else about this movie seems to have any point to it whatsoever. And it seems completely pointless on, um, um, taking that part out of the equation. And so, and and I just thought the story overall was pretty weak for this movie, but I understand that, that like, yeah, I, I have to eat my broccoli in order to get to, uh, Thor Ragnarok when's and la- infinity war, but when's the last
1: time you ate broccoli? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Long time, my friend, but, uh, oh, well, <laughs> but case in point, <laughs> But uh, but like, I, but but yeah, no, my my conclusion is thumbs down. I didn't like it. It, it, it was not that great of a movie for me. So. I can't
1: give it a thumbs down when I think that it is cinema in a universe of movies. Yeah, That's a think piece.
0: <clears throat> Spoiler alert for the record. I did give Age of Ultron a thumbs down as well. And if you want to find out why I gave it a thumbs down, you'll have to listen to that episode that is available for patrons. Patreon.com slash W Scott is one. Uh, Jeff, thank you so much for joining me to with me to talk about this movie, man. Uh, always a pleasure. Uh, if the folks want to find your, uh, <laughs> I guess your Twitter, where can they find it?
1: <laughs> oh, I can't, we can't do Twitter. <laughs> Twitter, <sighs>
0: Twitter, Instagram. You
1: know, is, yeah, no, no. <laughs> look for me on look for me on future episodes of cinema Venture.
0: <laughs> <laughs> or game night yeah that too <laughs> fair enough but uh, but if you see ever see an uh a routing walk anywhere that's him so uh we'll
1: we'll figure we'll figure out something for me to plug uh uh to plug here eventually
0: yeah, somewhere along that line. Yeah, <laughs> of course, I do a watch party for each of the movies that we review on this show. If you want to watch the movie with myself and fellow listeners, you can join the conversation in our discord over at discord.cinemavention.com. But if you can't make it to the watch party, don't worry, because we have it available to everyone who supports the show. Um, um It is available to you on demand exclusively. If you support the show at patreon.com slash wscottis1. don't forget that I am live twice a week playing games with the community on my Twitch over at twitch.tv slash wscottis1. Send in your thoughts about this movie we discussed today because, oh boy, I'm pretty sure I pissed off a lot of people with my rating on this movie. Email at cinemavention.com to send in your feedback for this episode. And to see all the previous movies I've covered on this show, head on over to cinemavention.com. Dot com uh thank you to kevin mcleod for providing the music for this show he's over at incompetech.com next week we continue my marvel journey getting ready for the new guardians film we're, we're going to be covering thor ragnarok next uh and uh this uh this movie is uh is a pretty good uh in-between movie into Infinity War, I think. So, uh, so that's gonna be a great discussion. I can't wait to talk about that movie, and I hope you will be there to talk about, or, I hope you'll be there to listen to that conversation. Thank you so much for listening, and until then, we'll see you next time.
1: Bye!
0: Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this (laughs) program. All right, let me do my intro real quick. Hi, I'm W Scott as one, and I have not seen the movie. What movie is it? <laughs> let me try that again. <laughs> I mean,
1: Captain America. Civil,
0: Civil yeah, War. no, I I literally just had a full on brain fart there.